This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Black Eyed Peas and Cornbread. Mm. Damn, that sounds so fucking good. I know. And what would even be better is the Black Eyed Peas and Cornbread that Oprah has been making statement. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently this Black Eyed Peas and Cornbread got something special in it Mm -hmm. that is keeping this this spiritual connection, this sexual connection alive. Because when she said what she had to say about her black, Black Eyed Peas and Cornbread and it... Being on after that, like this, like this black O-W-N eyed piece. O-W-N and O-N. Okay. <laughs> this shit makes Stedman dick so hard. He forget about asking me about marriage. <laughs> okay. He just completely forget. He's just like, listen, I'll just, I just want to put it in you just a little bit. You know, I, my, my stomach is full. I just want to put a little bit in you and then we're going to go to sleep. This is gross. Ugh. Okay. I it mean, was cute at first, but ugh, Oprah is damn getting it away. She, is she putting Viagra in it? Oh, wow. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh. She got a secret ingredient. <laughs> I still need that recipe, regardless, oh, wow. at the end of the day. Well, I ain't going to prepare it right, but girl, send me the recipe and now just practice on myself. <laughs> Are you <laughs> I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. I am A.K.A. the Licensed Liquor. B.K.A. Oh, I like that. Oh, ooh. <laughs> B.K.A. Yes. Your militant gay cousin or uncle if you're under the age of 25. Oh, wow. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And, of course, RonaldMatters.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Rumperjack. Prices start at $39.99 and reviews are better than reading comments on Hollywood Unlocked. Go to rumproject.com and enter promo code HEREFORIT for 20% off right now. Rumproject's material quality is superb, fit is spectacular, and if you have any concerns, you can exchange your romper within 10 days. Again, go to rumproject.com and enter promo code here for it for twenty percent off right now. Thanks. What's our icebreaker this week? So, um, in keeping with the tradition of our black eyes and peas or whatever you say. No, our most recent Patreon post. Oh yeah. So, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, please go over to our Patreon so you can check out the new. <laughs> Content that we posted over there. It's called Chat Line Connections. It's you a throwback. Tell my my name. Yeah. And if you go over there and, and hear it, then yeah. And what we offering? Yeah. Check us out. So again, <laughs> it's over on our Patreon. It's exclusive to Patreon customers only. All so right. if you are not at least giving this podcast one dollar a month, you Ooh. just missed out. Child, so it. you can you can get this exclusive content right now for one dollar a month. So in keeping with that tradition of old shit, your two podcasters that you're listening to are very, very old. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we have seen many gay clubs come and go uh, right. over the years, the decades, mm-hmm. the centuries. Mm-hmm. Which two do you miss the most and that you would bring back if you could? Um, I definitely got my life at Illusions back in Memphis. Um, it was like I really did for some reason there was like stadium seating like we were at a um, concert in the back of the club but at the front of the club was a stage where the girls would do the drag shows and come out and slay I thought they had strippers there no Maybe like during Pride and stuff, but okay. I don't think you were around no when, I wasn't I never saw you it, but people came were like nine ten and illusion showed at like seven eight make that a hint y'all nine ten uh oh how you doing <laughs> um but yeah that was like was that my first gay club? 
Yeah, Lucia's was my first gay club. And then that's where I met my best friend. Um, my Memphis best friend. That's where I met him at. Um, we were um talking on BGC and mm. then I met him. It was friendly. It was real because fr- I was I had never done anything with a boy before. I was just so young and naive. Come on, I kissed and the girls so, and I liked it. Um yeah, so I met him at the club. I was like, Oh my god, this is that dude from BGC and then I asked my friend, What do I do? And then he was like, Well shit, if you like I can go talk to him. And so I just walked up to him and he was um had his hands on his knees. And he was pumping. You hear me? Wheelchair. And By now, himself? And now he's strict top. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine him scrubbing the ground. <laughs> oh, I know. And oh. so, people's journeys change. Anyway, <laughs> and the second one is. Or their identity. <laughs> it's not funny because people do change identities on this podcast. But, um, the second one is Paragon. It was right around the corner from college, University of Memphis. And um, that's when I started drinking. Like, we used to go get, um, I forgot what the name of it is now at this point. Bottom Parrot Ship. Bay? No, the, um, it was really strong. Um, what was it? It was like 150 something proof. Not oh, 151. Everclear. Ever, that's what I started. We used to mix Everclear and um, with Hawaiian Punch, the red flavor. Ghetto. The ghetto. And so um, I, started, I started a lot of people drinking on that because. Yeah, like when you just start with a shot of Everclear, like the rest of the night's gonna be great. And then we no would gosh. go around the corner. We would go around the corner to Paragon, and we would shake our ass. The show there was usually better, but well, because it was more people our age. It would be like somebody nineteen or twenty trying drag for the first time. Or I remember when somebody uh, that stayed in the dorm, I was going to support his first show. He performed Kitty Box by Lil Kim mm-hmm. because the album had just came out around that time. And I was like, yes, a bitch, you better fucking work. And I had, I knew to take like 10 ones because I had been to see drag shows at Illusions. And I thought I was making it rain with my little $10, little $1 bills. And, you know. Some girls are still performing kitty box today. I don't know <laughs> if that's good or bad. But Illusions is where I met my best friend. And um, Paragon was where I started going Became and started an drinking. Workout. <laughs> yeah. Workout. Um, <clears throat> so mine are not going to be in Memphis at all. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Um, the first one I will say is a tie. Oh Lord. Um, between Esquilitas in New York and the beach in Colleen, Texas. The beach. Okay. Yeah. Um both of them have such a special special place in my heart that I couldn't give either one of them just number one and, and oh, discount Lord, the other. They do. And they have a special place in You other love people's... Kelly and Michelle the same. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, never mind. I'm not gonna say that because <laughs> Michelle is going through something right now. <laughs> but when she get better, I'm gonna say what I feel. Um, <laughs> the beach was the first club that I met my very first boyfriend in. Mm-hmm. It was the very first um, gay club that I ever went to. Um, I was still claiming to be bisexual at the time, and I went to this club all the way to the weekend that it closed. I was active duty military. We weren't even supposed to be at gay clubs. Did they have military discounts? <laughs> I'd be everywhere. My friend in the military. Can we we was this? all military. It was oh, right okay. outside of a military base. Okay. So all the, everybody there was. Well, no point in offering a discount. No. Y'all got it. Swipe your card. Right. Because <laughs> the first and the 15th weekends was the most lit. Everybody would come out because everybody was paid. Amen. Amen. And everybody would be buying each other shots. Everybody would. God, I miss that shit so much. You are about to break down right now. Poor Michelle. Poor Superman. Okay. So that's the brick. Esquilita's was the first. Um, you said the beach. 
The beach was in Colleen, Texas. Okay. Yeah. And Escalitas is the tie right. with the beach. Uh-huh. Escalitas is where I feel like I came into my own. Like, I'm coming to a brand new city and people know me. Like, that was the first time that it ever happened to me. Like, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm regional. Some niggas in Texas like me. Some niggas in Memphis like me. Some niggas over here might like me. I never went to a bigger city and people were like, oh my God, it's you. And I was like, yeah. And they also followed up with, oh, you short. Oh, or this is my personal. Oh, shape. you mad? You mad? See this nigga? See this? This is what you. This is why you don't co-host. This is why you don't trust a Memphis nigga for shit. Anyway, um, I I got like the like fan attention that I hadn't got before in a bigger city. Well, that's the biggest city. The biggest city, and New like York. that club was very black and Latino mixed, mm-hmm. and so to. Be getting that kind of attention from What's other Dominicans, from um, other Puerto Ricans, and definitely from other Black brothers, full straight Black brothers, mm. not straight. Damn, I kind of fucked that up. But anyway, Black <laughs> brothers um, was just glorifying to me, and it just let me know that I had arrived, Nene Leak style. Yeah, because you even hosted your birthday in New York. I sure did. Um, but that was that was in Langston's in Brooklyn. I love them still. Unfortunately, they're just not one of my two right now because they're still open. Oh, we they're love still them, open. though. Yeah, they're yes. still open. The last one, um, the number two on my list, is a special shout-out to The Brick in Dallas because, again, oh, okay. one of the very first clubs that I ever went to. Um, I, this was, like, the very first time that I felt like I fell in love, love in a club. Like, this, like... He had to be six foot three, chocolate, muscular ass nigga. I was dancing by myself, just getting my life. And he decided to dance on me and then pick me up. And he was wearing this like infatuating ass cologne. Uh-huh. I just wrapped my arms around him and let him do all kinds of things. And so I had never done that in a club before. So that's why I remember. Trash. The break. You sound mad. <laughs> First of all, that you sounds like something. You sound big, man. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. So shout out to Memphis. Child, what? Y'all know the things I've done in the club. And that is our icebreaker this week. <laughs> wow. Look, when you start drinking Everclear, <clears throat> Everclear, what have you doing? I was like, woo. I wasn't guys, even drinking Snapchat Everclear. Snapchat wasn't out. <laughs> I was drinking Patron, and Patron Maybe had Snapchat me Snapchat would be lit. Um, the word of the day this week is cisnormativity. I know we talk about heteronormativity often on mm-hmm. this show, but cisnormativity is a noun. The assumption in individuals or in institutions that everyone is cisgender and that cisgender identities are superior to trans identities or people mm. leads to invisibility of non-cisgender identities. This, I feel like, should be the word of the day because it is... Belonging to like probably 70% of the straight community out there that just really doesn't see the rest of the world besides people that look like them. Like people who don't put Big Frida in their videos. Oh. Mm. Um, I think this is the most ignorant institution that straight don't people live to by. Don't shake Beyonce. Because oh, I don't want to shake Beyonce. Well, so I, 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 I don't know if that, a, no. that counts, but. No. I, like the people that were saying Beyonce falls in line with that, uh-huh. they've never, they didn't go to the. Um, Tour the formation tour mm-hmm. where Beyonce highlighted Big Frida. Big Frida came out before, before Beyonce, Beyonce did. Literally five seconds, not even five. It wasn't no, five. No, seconds. she had a whole she thing. Did, she did a whole she thing. Had a thing. Yeah. She did a thing, and it wasn't a part of like the open act because the open act was girls that we DJ thought retired. Oh wow! Thought, thought that they had, we thought that they had retired, or they probably should have retired. Mm-hmm. But Big Frida was like the introduction to Beyonce, so she wasn't the opening act. She was just like. Okay, Beyonce the girls are expecting Beyonce to come out right now, and it's Big Frida. So that's why I feel like Beyonce was yeah. different than mm-hmm. the other artists that people have been talking about that have been using Big Frida's voice and not Big Frida's face. Because 
Beyonce actually took her on tour and she did like three or four show dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and she literally opened for not open, but like began the show of Beyonce. And people thought it was Beyonce until she lifted the hat up and was like, Ooh, that's a man. <laughs> so First of all, Beyonce is five eight. Big Frida is like six five. I know from personal experience. Personal, I'm like, whoa! So, I was expecting Big Frida to be like five eleven no, max. No, Big Frida is tall with big hands. Big Frida taller than me. Woo! Yeah. But there was a report I saw on YouTube that um, Big Frida heard Drake was in town filming the um, video, and that's what had she said to call message. Drake's people. Had to get her face beat at two o'clock. Have her, mm-hmm. you know, have a flat iron girl or flat iron in myself while I'm getting my face beat, and then come to the club. And then once Big Frida got there and filmed a little portion for the video, then told Big Drake told Big Frida to stay on the mic and just like you know like MC the whole evening. But I have to call you to come help you. Oh, okay. Look, look at Big Frida so nice. And what we talk about cis cis normativity, um, and so you're not better is, than me, Drake. I'm Big Frida. I agree with that wholeheartedly because <laughs> I mean, really, if you compare Big Frida's body of work to Drake's body of I work, I have to call you to come help you. Like Drake's body of work sells more commercially, but Big Frida's actually created street cred. Actually created a lane for girls. Drake has not created a lane for nobody. Drake just created a lane for himself. These porn stars getting pregnant. Shout out to it, baby Adonis. And I'm not hating on Drake at all. I I mm. I honor his success, but he has shortfalls, shortcomings. And this may not be the only one. Hot um, topic. Are we on hot topic? Yeah, we're still I on. didn't expect the iceberg. The word of the day. Wow, we're doing good. I like this. <laughs> like we do bad? Oh, award winning. Hello? Yeah. So the next story is also about a young money artist, unfortunately. Um it seems Look him. she. I mean, Nicki Minaj. Woo! Wow. <laughs> First off, <laughs> oh my god! Wow! I Barbs, if y'all want to go over his to his Instagram, he is Ronald Matters on Instagram. R O N A L D M A T T E R S. Oh my god! On Instagram, tear his ass up. Tear his ass up. Because how would you? How could you even make that? How could you make that leap? Nobody can make that leap. This gin, oh my god, I'm not drinking anymore. So, tear his ass up under the comments. I thought the bitch was white. Well, first off, Lil' Kim is white, so. She got my Kimmy Blanco now. I don't know. It's very fitting. Anyway, the young money artist that I'm talking about is, is Nicki Minaj. Um, I can't stop laughing. Wow. My ass is gonna get lit up. As you should be. Um... The topic is this is a scheme. This is a scheme that Todd set up to come to us with the bullshit. Hey man. Nicki Minaj has pushed her album back. It was Again? supposed to be it was supposed to be out on oh. August 10th and is now coming out on August 17th, which is also the same day that Sweetener by Ariana Grande is coming I'm out. I'm getting Sweetener. <laughs> um I don't know what kind of Sweetener, but it ain't going to be whatever kind that Nicki Minaj is putting out. I am Going to stream both of them, and whichever one I find the best, I will buy. <sighs> I am I'm not going to because I, I like both of their last albums. Ariana Grande's Dangerous Woman album still hits. Bitch, she had like seven, sing, eight singles. It's still fucking every hits. fucking song is a fucking hit. And like some of them songs never even made it to the radio, and I'm like, how? 
So I'm definitely gonna Ariana Grande and Future. How the fuck? How the how the fuck? Hit. Ariana Grande and Macy Gray, and we ain't heard Macy Gray. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't heard Macy Gray name in. Uh, when was the last time that Tyler Since Perry? the last time. <laughs> no, that like that Tyler Perry movie came out, and she was the ghetto uh, OBGYN. <laughs> I think she gave pre- somebody in the Four Color Girls an abortion. Yeah, she. Yeah, was she, that suicide? Well, the girls who. With no, um, for color girls. It was for color girls. She she gave somebody. She gave, somebody, she gave um, Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. Oh, child. One of the characters. Macy Gray. Macy Gray was digging in somebody's coochie with a, a hanger, <laughs> and that was the last time we had seen her. <laughs> so now she fast forward to two years ago. She was on Dangerous Woman, Bam. and she did a good ass job. And that album got no no award recognition, but it was great. And so I definitely want to hear. Ariana Grande's follow up to it with Sweetener But Nicki Minaj's last album Was great to me too I liked the yeah. visuals I liked like she switched up her rap flow In so many different Thanks, ways Thanks Meek Mill um, Okay it was, can... her, her, her flow was definitely different Without the influence of Safari Yeah Every, Everybody acknowledged it at the time I don't know if it was all attributed to Meek Mill though Cause his, his flow ain't I mean, because he can't. I don't. I won't even go down that road. Anyway, this all has been a scheme that Todd said. August seventeenth, Sweetener versus Queen. But Ariana I'm Grande, team Sweetener, you ain't team nobody. I'm not team nobody. Ariana Grande t- took to Twitter to say, "Girl, y'all so silly. You know, we're not competing with each other. We don't care about no numbers. I want you to go and buy both albums." Nicki Minaj said nothing. I was going to say, because you know Ariana Grande is humble. She already knows what the results will be. Um, and God is a woman. Shout out to Ariana Grande's latest single. So, I feel like this is definitely a scheme. It's a scheme. Because, like, Nicki Minaj could have echoed the same words if she really didn't care about the numbers. And she really just was like, just buy both of the albums. Which I kind of think she kind of feels like as a friend to Ariana Grande. But as a competition, as far as artist versus artist, she mm-hmm. wants more people to buy Queen. Okay, well, I'm more concerned about this about to be Nicki Minaj's 17th album with like no female rap features on it, like real heavy like that. I know she did that song with, I think it was called Dang- Jangalang, Dangalang or something Dangalang with, Trina with Trina and, and Lady Saw, well, yeah. but that was on a mixtape. I want the queen of rap to come out with some more queens or up and comings of rap and slay. So I would really appreciate if Nicki Minaj would finally. My pick is Cash Doll. Oh, I love Cash Doll so much. I love my sister. Detroit. Oh my gosh, I'm getting like I love like her last boyfriend dumped her because Drake was had a tour stop in Detroit and she went to the show and took a picture with Drake. So her boyfriend dumped her. First of all, nigga, I'm trying to get these likes. (laughs) I'm trying to get followers. I'm trying to get a feature. Female rapper, but. Cash Doll had already told her boyfriend like her dream is to collaborate with Drake. I mean, Drake is like the number one rap artist in the game right now. So if I'm an up and coming female rapper in Detroit and I say I want to collaborate with the number one man in rap, commercial selling anyway. Uh, as my man, how could you not be happy for it? Right. She didn't say I'm going to go ride the nigga's dick because one, she should be riding that and nigga's Drake dick. Drake is susceptible. Um, because <laughs> if riding that nigga dick will get you a feature, sign all of us up. Me as well, thanks. I started rapping last week. I write some yeah. poetry. I write poetry. What? I write nursery rhymes. Put that to a beat. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so moving on from that scheme, 
Hashtag Team Sweetener. Let us know which album you would buy. Yeah. Um, again, I'm going to stream both of them, and then whichever one I feel Fake. like. No, I'm still going to stream both of them, and then whichever one I feel like I connect with most, then I will actually go buy because I'm so excited for both of them to come out. I, I wasn't excited for both of them to come out on the same day. No, I wasn't. But again, like I said, that's the scheme that ties it up. Mm. Um, the next one, um, is worse. Oh, Lord. Um. I'd be so scared for hot topics because I'd never know what you're gonna, what's gonna come out of your mouth. And I have to be prepared to give reaction. Well, this is, is a, why I just say Lil' Kim. Well, <laughs> it's along the same vein, unfortunately. It's just worse. Like, okay. I feel like Lil' Kim. Let's just move on. I don't no, Lil' Kim deserves, a, Lil' Kim deserves her spot. She put out a new video for the I nasty like one. I didn't like it, but. Uh, the nastiest the, one or something. Nasty one, yeah. I didn't like it, but her fans liked it, and that's important. It was a really nice house. There was a really nice pool setting. Um, she covered up her fupa. Um, we're gonna talk about fupas later. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she gave it her best. Uh huh. Um, the to- the Tampa tampon that I'm gonna talk about is Kaya. A Tampa tampon. Oh, I was like, is that a brand? <laughs> No, it's not a brand. I've That's never the seen point. Commercial. Uh, no, the, the girl she is. She got no, no commercials. So no, it's <laughs> not a brand. It's not a brand. Oh my god. Um. So Kaya has been making a couple recent videos that have been taken down from YouTube. That have been taken down from her Instagram and Twitter because they were classified as hate speech. Yep, and they will forever be. Uh, Kaya went on to misgender T.S. Madison and to slander her name in multiple, multiple. ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, she con- continues to call her dude. Mm-hmm. Um, she continues to have gays even support her while she's misgendering T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most egregious part of all of this is how can you be a part of the LGBTQ plus 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 community and be supporting somebody that is trying to drag one of your own community. And Kaya in the same video calling herself a damn ally. Ally to who? To what? You are ally to so ally to your three streams, girl. She's ally to black and mouths. And ally to the three people who keep coming to the club for your live shows. Move. She ally to bad weave. I'm busy on that day. I just <laughs> I don't Woo! Um so Kaya is proclaiming that she's a comedian now. Let me call you back. <laughs> she she also is a comedian that doesn't have any jokes. Mm, all right. She is um, critiquing with no credentials, mm. and I'm just absolutely not here for it. Um, do yourself a favor and do not even look up these videos. It's I mean, they've been taken down because of hate yeah. Speech. Well, no, with people are recreating them and reposting them in different ways and giving that people say like if you give commentary on the video, it's classified as news. And it's not just Don't shame. even look it up Again I did it for you I did the research for you You don't need to give these niggas no views If you want to give somebody views Go over to Here For It Podcast Patreon Or Here For It Podcast on YouTube Next case Bye Ashy I'm just I'm going to get my verdict Hey it's coming, it's coming out of her All the the You can't give your energy to that You cannot give your all energy All the homophobia that. that we saw That we knew was in her ass Is coming out now It was deep in there it was deep in there, and she said her na- she said her nasty ass next to a, a transsexual person, proclaiming to be an ally, knowing that she hated everything about sitting next to a transsexual person. She drove to the lady house every week. Just goodbye, girl. Um, next. If it on eight dollars, didn't make sense. Unfortunately, it's another story. Um, 
of an assault against a transgender woman. Um, if you guys don't know who Amanda Lepore is, she is what? iconic. Are you serious right now? Very. She is iconic. She is one of the most edgy, uh-huh. consistent. Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. Okay. Um, respected Ooh, queens like in the game. <laughs> no, well, this was an assault. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a physical assault, but it was a mental uh-huh. and a brand assault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, her accolades proceed. All of the niggas that are involved. Yeah. All of them. Why was she, she not in Paris is Burning? I would she, like to know that. She sons everybody's name assaulted to this, uh, it, according to this article. Travis Scott, an up and coming rapper, producer, fucker of Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. Again, those are the things that we know him for. Um, shot her intentionally as a transgender woman for his album cover. She was paid for the gig. She showed up to the gig. She turned the gig out like she does for everything. She shows up for every ball. Professional. And she snatches Hashtag. trophies. That's what she does. She did exactly what the fuck they asked her to do. Uh-huh. Come time to show the world the cover art for Travis Scott's album. She was sent a copy with her on it. Travis Scott posted a copy without her on it. Yeah, because it was like 12 and people on it. It was like a recreation of something. I forget, I forget all the details. Um, well, there were there are multiple biological women and one transgender woman uh, on it, and they decided to take the one transgender woman off of it. That's an assault, you know. That's an assault. Why? Tell me why. Why did you even pick her? Why would you even like entertain the idea of putting a transgender woman on the cover of your album mm-hmm. if you thought that oh my fan base might not like this? First off, how many times have you said fuck your fan base and did whatever the fuck you wanted to do? Yeah, you have to do that because Beyonce's made some decisions and I'd be like, woo. And then three years later, I'm like, my fave is so forward thinking. <laughs> She's going to literally be next because we have skirted this issue five times. She's literally going to be next. But the actions that Travis Scott did mm-hmm. showed me why Rihanna don't want to work with his ass no more. Uh-oh. That is not becoming of an artist. That's not becoming of a producer. If you feel these ways and you have these um, hidden emotions... Then keep that same fucking energy. Don't uh-huh. invite me to your fucking party. Don't invite me to your photo shoot. Don't invite me to your album release party. Don't invite me to shit because I am who I am and I'm not changing who I am for you or your goddamn album that's gonna flop. It sounds like you want to fight. I do want to fight. Oh well, we haven't been in a fight in a long time. I haven't been in a fight. And Travis Scott know. is a smooth 115 pounds, soaking wet on his heaviest day. Y'all always want to know what a bitch look like soaking wet. Leave him a message on the chat well, line can, number and then you can find out in person. Well, he can be dry and crusty <laughs> on that day as well. I just won't bode well for him. Moving on to my fave. Our fave, again, like we said last week, uh, did something that was extremely transcendental. Uh, <gasps> That's a big word. Who? Transcendental. So she Use trans- it in a, symbol, a sentence. Well, I can't even say it. Our fave did something transcendental to the culture. Oh, okay. So... She posed uh, for Vogue magazine's most coveted uh, season, most coveted months issue, mm-hmm. and hired a black man, uh, Mr. Tyler Mitchell. And I have, I just have some suspicions about him, but none of them were confirmed by any of my digging. And I was just like, just leave it alone, Dan. Dig out. Just leave it alone. Mm. Um, but he did a great job, obviously. I mean, Beyonce had a great eye for a photographer and knew exactly he would deliver her vision. Her vision. And her vision was, this is not a high fashion, 16 pounds of makeup, 
um, Gucci Givenchy photo shoot. This is a photo shoot that is going to show the basic of me and be artistic in the same way that we have lauded Mona Lisa being artistic for centuries. Mona Lisa was wearing no beat. Mona Lisa was wearing pauper's clothes. And that shit is still one of the most extravagant, expensive paintings in the fucking world where her looking plain Jane as fuck. And if somebody like Beyonce cannot updo, outdo that shit, we are living in a different world. And so I congratulate her for what she did. I know some of the beehive turned against her and said, Oh my god, our queen, you can just do so many so much better than this and but who said that? I've been oh, no. right now. Oh, <laughs> Who have been saying that? No, some of the beehive had turned against her I oh, saw okay. on Twitter saying stupid shit. And I was like, turning your card now, bitch. Because you don't understand the artist. You don't understand the queen. You don't it's understand the artist. Because she did this not for the current generation, not to be a super fashionista on Vogue. She did it. To plant the seeds of look, we can do the same thing with our features, mm-hmm. our natural features, my natural skin, my natural looking ass lips, mm-hmm. my natural fucking nose, and just basic things. And so even basic things cost thousands of dollars because it's thousands of dollars because it's Beyonce. It but costs so much <clears throat> cheap. But this was not no Givenchy Versace photo shoot. Mm-hmm. These were things that she found that looked natural. That looked right for a natural shoot. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have an eye for art, you should have loved this. People that, were, that had an eye for outfits hated this. And that's cool. Um, the biggest story that I saw from it was her acknowledging having a mother's pouch slash fupa. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. another word of the day, fupa. <laughs> Fat <laughs> upper pussy area. <laughs> and so, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> So Beyonce has apparently a fat upper pussy area that she's keeping under wraps. And for all of us that thought she might have been pregnant about a month ago, she's putting that shit to rest and saying, I just got a little extra pouch. I was holding two niggas in my stomach. Yeah. It's going to take a little while to um, get this off of here. Can I give the quote right quick? Yeah, go ahead. She said, if I would like to have a six pack, I can get in the gym, work my ass off and make it happen. But right now, I have a fupa and I'm enjoying it. She said, my children and my man are enjoying it. I said, what? Your children and your man? A little something to hold on to? Because I'm sure when Beyonce was doing Dreamgirls, Jay was like, baby, I need, I need a little bit more. I'm I fucking this twig. And I've got nothing to hold on to back here. I'm used to fucking a Houston bitch. I don't know. Are you from Chicago now? What is <laughs> what this? Are you giving us? San Francisco. No, she's from like that... Upper classy area past New York. Where the white chicks movie was filmed somewhere. Um, that so, was her frame then. Yeah, she yeah she a real Houston bitch now. <clears throat> the thighs thick. You gonna have to hold it up if you want to eat it. Hmm. It's different for boys. You can't be. I can't be holding it up while I'm down. Here. You oh to, no, you ain't. You, you gotta be. develop that skill. You gotta upgrade. You gotta level up. As so, Sierra said. But shout out to my. She's like, I got a pooper right now. My children and my men are enjoying it. And it also shed light on uh, a video that she posted uh, while she was pregnant with the twins. Uh, I believe it was right before the Grammy performance Mm -hmm. where people were saying that she got lip fillers. Uh, She filled us in and said that she actually had toxemia um, during the time, which makes every fucking thing big because your system is literally fighting back against things. A blood disorder, they said it is? Well, yeah, it's a blood disorder where your system is fighting against and swelling against 
um, things that are going on in your body. It thinks four and things in there. Yeah, right. girl, twins. It's twins. Twins. <laughs> twins is in here, girl. And so that causes a lot of swelling, um, be it her titties, be it her stomach, be it her ass, be it her lips. Your and toes, so, your pinky toes. Right. Swole. So that puts to rest that claim of, oh, Beyonce got lip fillers. First off, Beyonce. First of all, she was pregnant and we all knew that. <laughs> And Beyonce's lips was already big as fuck anyway. She like, she don't have no white girl lips. So, no. for her lips to just get a little bit bigger while she's carrying twins, and her nose to get a little bit bigger while she's carrying twins, like, are you new to pregnancy? You've never seen a pregnant woman in your life? Chef, first of all, these haters be Sierra fans. I don't know why they're still there And they anyway. need to level up. I think Sierra was talking to her own fans. Oh, hopefully. new single. Hopefully. <laughs> um, the next story is uh, for the black congregation out there. I know that some of you um, church-going queens uh, respect your pastors who recently visited the White House to sit down with uh, Agent Orange. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, you and I have sent... You be tripping me out on The View. She like, the guy in the White House. I'm like, bitch, you know his <laughs> I know his name, but uh, he's no president to me. And he's really no president to y'all either. Ooh. Um, but anyway, I, I saw straight and gay black people curling themselves into all kind of pretzel knots trying to defend these pastors that want to go sit down and talk with President Trump. So of the last two years of us seeing black leaders, black pastors, black business owners, black dildos, girl, Move on. Well, I don't know if Black Dildo's been there. <laughs> Melania got a Black Dildo? She might. Say, what Trump putting down? Oh, Ew. She probably got a Black Dildo then. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we've seen these multiple groups of black leaders, black educators, black pastors go to the White House, be there for a photo op at best, mm-hmm. and get nothing that they were promised given to them. At least when they get their picture in a little cute little cover folder folding, you know, like they put your picture in the thing you can fold it no. down and sit on your bookshelf. No. Uh-huh. At least when you are being dry fucked, hope that the nigga gives you a reach around. What that is? A reach around is when you are being fucked and you don't like the dick that you're getting from the back, but he uh-huh. reaches around and is jacking your dick off while he's fucking Oh, he's jacking my dick while he's... Oh, wow. Okay, that's what that's called. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's called a reach around. And then they ask me why I'm not hard. I'm like, uh, the services I'm being provided are not. <laughs> so that's what you're equated to the Trump thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so Trump is dry Bam. fucking them wow. without a reach around. <laughs> wow. So you are getting dry <laughs> fucked. Because I'm not receiving no good services right and now. And I don't know if anybody out there has been dry fucked by a little dick. Because this is definitely a little dick that we're talking about. Being dry fucked by a little dick. And he ain't even giving you no reach around. Oh. That's what he did to these <laughs> pastors. They got dry fucked for a presidential photo op for him to say, look, somebody said I'm the most um, pro-black president ever. And it came from a black man. A black somebody man that was, says you ain't shit. And it was a black man. <laughs> oh, I can find a whole bunch of black men that'll say that. <laughs> right here. I'll be the spokesperson. I'll be the prosecutor for that case. Uh, right. And I ain't been to law school. Um, and Trump ain't either, child. His own lawyer fucking up. Anyway, um... I say this because, I, like I said, I saw a lot of queer and straight black men twisting themselves in the press was trying to defend these pastors that were going there. And all that they have gotten out of this is more attention for their ministry and more attention for themselves, which is really high key 
what they wanted in the first goddamn place. They knew they was not getting shit out of the goddamn president. If they would have gotten shit out of the president, the other people, the other black leaders and the other black educators would have gotten it when they came and sat with the nigga, the white nigga anyway. Um, and they didn't get that. And so they knew they were getting nothing out of this, but exposure for being there with the president in the white house. Um, and that's exactly what they got. They got a little bit more exposure, a couple more people to come to their church and they sold their soul to the devil for that. And I'm absolutely not here for it. It's trash. I assume you're not here for it as well. Oh, I don't have no colorful commentary on that. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no colors, girl. It's black. Any more hot topics? Uh, yes. Okay. And so, because <clears throat> I'm done with that. Well, Married to Medicine has released their trailer for the next season. I got and, lots of colorful commentary for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I am. The, I feel. I feel like it's probably the most anticipated show for me in the fall roster. Just like last season. Just like last season, it was too. Damn, it was so good. And and they delivered. They delivered all the way up to the reunion. And I, yep. I had no qualms about watching every episode. I didn't miss an episode, and this season I feel like it's gonna be the same. Like I feel like they have done reality TV for black people right. Like we see the professionalism, the friends, we see the babies, and the husbands, and yeah. the drama between you know girls. married couples and and the girls. And then we still find a way to kumbaya at some point, and even kumbaya in the reunion because. They they brought Mariah back into the fold. What was the lady name from last season? And Doctor Hibbler, Contessa. We even saw Contessa feel so bad as a mother for always being a doctor, having to always be on call. And even though like it was season one wig, you know, like ooh, they had just got this. And her husband was like, "I wish you would have told me you want to quit medicine before we just got this house." Husband struggles. You like Dr. Contessa gave a lot, and she's about to give even more in and this season. They baby was choking in the kitchen in the trailer. Before that, she was going in for an operation, so she about to be on bed rest and having to quit quit her pro, quit her practice. practice, be on bed rest, taking care of the kids, and then we got a shot of. I looked like one of the baby girls yep. was choking in the kitchen, and she had to jump back into provider mode and deliver. The husband came CPR. around from the island and every, the kitchen island, and was trying to come here. I was like, "Oh my god, Dr. Contessa is a great addition to the show." That I, at first I was like, mm, "I agree, Contessa. Who are you? Are you a key?" But Dr. and Contessa, she did because yeah. the white girl, we don't miss her at all. And Dr. Contessa stood her ground even when um, Dr. Heavenly. Oh, she definitely it stood was, to Heavenly. Who was it? Was it was Dr. Heavenly telling Qua at the on the girls' trip in New Orleans that she needs to have a baby? She needs to have a baby. And Contessa was like, "Heavenly, you can't tell her what to do with her uterus. It's Qua's uterus. Get out of her business." I was like, "Oh, you want to go against Dr. Heavenly?" But she stood her ground. Yeah, she stood her ground against Dr. Heavenly yeah. a whole bunch of times. And so again, it's it's the most exciting show that I see. Currently for the fall season um, The other thing that I saw In TV news that I'm excited About is Batwoman is coming to I saw CW okay. oh, And CW. yeah So it looked like it's going to be In like one of the crossover episodes between Supergirl, The Flash and um, Legends of Tomorrow Super- I think is the other show Supergirl CBS. Oh Supergirl comes Yeah, on. She used to come on CBS but she got traded to CW Like two oh. seasons ago Baby, Viacom, they own everything. Woo. We own everything. Viacom owns very, everything. Very Paris is burning. Anyway, <laughs> um, she's going to be in the crossover episode. And okay. the actress that is playing her is named Ruby Rose, who is an open lesbian. 
And they have tailored the role to be an open lesbian role for Batwoman. Oh. So Batwoman is going getting ready to be an open lesbian in the DC TV universe. And I'm excited for it. Wow. Because we have never seen that kind of thing with such a large marquee character mm-hmm. happen. Like in comics, you know, definitely in rare comics, has Batwoman been bisexual? Mm-hmm. Maybe even lesbian leaning but she still was like playing around with robin and stuff like that okay in the comics and so for them to bring it to the small screen and make it full out lesbian with a full out lesbian i'm absolutely here for it i can't fucking wait to see it and i haven't even watched any of the shows on cw in, i haven't i've been probably a year and black and lightning have you watched black lightning no it's it's no it what looks, did you get you watched one i know you watched, I watched one. one and it looked cheap and i was like y'all can do better yeah um so I haven't watched that, but this is pulling me back in because I want to see a lesbian character. I want to see a lesbian play a lesbian character and do it well, especially in the Bat universe. <clears throat> Some of my other nerds out there would love to see it because we haven't got a Batgirl in forever. The last time we saw a Batgirl was in Batman Forever, probably fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and that was the last time we saw a Batgirl or Batwoman character. And so it's time, and definitely time to have a lesbian voice attached to it. So I'm excited for it. So those are the two most thing, the two most exciting things that I've found for the TV season coming up. Um, I'm going to pass over Tamar losing the argument to the pilot because I think alcohol or drugs has something to do with that. All so right, thank you. We'll move past that. Um, gay, un, gay and uninterested, a story that was reported by uh, Gay Star News and NBC12. Um, this was a story of a young woman who is a lesbian as well. Again, we're, I guess we're going to be on a lesbian track for five more minutes. Um, she was approached by a group of guys. And of course, those group of guys were catcalling and talking all kind of shit to her. And um, she wasn't here for it because she don't even like dick. Um, and so she proclaimed that. She said, I'm gay. I'm just not interested. And she got in her car to get away from these men. And they stopped her car. They stood in front of her car, jumped on her car, smashed in her windshield because she was not <coughs> interested in them. Excuse me. Because she's a lesbian. Wow. And so this culture of men being too fragile to accept so fragile. Mm. rejection, even from a lesbian... Oh, it's got to go. You. They can fix you. Oh. Not with what you got, sir. Okay. No. I need some lips and not no dick. And so that's what she that's her story. She didn't she's not looking for no dick out here in the streets. Do you have a sister? Do you have an auntie that's cute and young? What's your mama doing right now? Oh my god. <laughs> that's what they asking. They're not worried about your first off, probably little ass dick, because when you got bad um impulse Control, mm, mm. you probably got a little ass dick. You're trying to make up for something else. You try right, exactly. Because if you got a big ass dick and you can you can get some shit done, you can move right right the fuck along with niggas somebody. with big dicks though get all this emotional the, right, and work done. Like, right. They be like, with big dicks, like first off, mm. you passing up some big dick, bitch. Cool. You're lost. I'm gonna move on to the next bitch that's gonna want these twelve inches. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, I was thinking maybe like eight and a half, nine. Well, big dick to you <laughs> versus big dick to a woman, maybe two uh, different things. Yeah, definitely. I'm just saying this screams to me 
skinny little dick. Wow. Balls still big, though. Probably. Because they balls always be big. I'm like, why is your balls this big? Anyway, this story happened in Nashville, Tennessee, of oh, course. Um, they released the surveillance video of it. Again, oh, the story is it. on NBC12.com. It is also on GayStarNews.com if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman is quoted, my friend has gone into the gas station to get something and I was waiting outside and this man approached me and was asking for my phone number and was calling me all these names. This is at a gas station. Um, after I declined, still a little bit mad. Then the second I declined the third time, first off, I told you no, no, and no. Three times. I said, I'm gay. I'm just not interested. That's when it triggered him. And he got very aggressive. He heard that before. The security cameras caught the whole action. Again, they're on both NBC 12 and um, Gay Star News. The only thing I was thinking while this was going on is he might have a weapon. Mm -hmm. He might have a knife, a gun. I don't know. So pretty much just flailing every limb to get out of his grip. So this is before she got in the car. Like they physically assaulted her. And then when she got in the car, they jumped on her car car and crashed in her windshield. And she still got to drive off. Many have criticized her for... How she reacted despite the fact she couldn't now see out her Now my insurance claim. Right. And so people are saying, oh, you put these young men in danger because they were standing on your car and you drove off. Bitch. First they shouldn't all, be standing on my motherfucking car kicking my windshield in. Start there. Because stand your ground is not active in Tennessee. I only reversed to try to knock him over and make him fall, but that didn't work. When I got out, I was getting out to grab my phone and call 911. And also, there was glass in my eye from where all the glass hit us. So she was also she had got back in the car with her other friend. So that was uncomfortable, and I just felt like I needed to get out. Whew. So again, these stories are happening across the country. It does not. And she was with somebody. She was with a friend. Right. She was traveling groups. She wasn't even just by herself. Um, Damn. So again, these stories happen across the country. They happen to us in the LGBTQ plus IA plus plus categories. And even to straight women. Like I said, the video from New York City, there was a video that came out. Yeah. Of the same thing happened to a girl in, in New York City. She was being surrounded at a gas station by like 10, 10 dudes. And then there were other dudes. First of all, who who want the number? Because it's so many of y'all. Who am I actually giving my number to? None of y'all. Because <laughs> I don't want all 10 because, y'all texting me. Because one, if you that nigga, you don't need down to your boys to come up to ask no. me for my number. You and should you don't want nigga. my number because your other boys done walked up. So you, it's more pussy out here than that. I mean, just these niggas dicks. <laughs> their dicks Wait. is little. Their ego is little. And so, put the same energy at your job. Get promoted. And get you some health care so you can get some Viagra. Get, at least have a hard dick if you're going to have at a little dick. At least get you a, one of those things where you can put an implant in there. Oh, yeah. That's like $19.99. So, that's even cheaper than Viagra. So, get that. I don't know. I don't I don't have those problems. I've been in the sex store. <laughs> that $19.99, gentlemen. So I don't you, have those problems. You can, put your, you can put your dick in the extender. Oh, and it's yeah, not, yeah. I saw that on YouTube. Yeah. You can put your dick in the extender. And she really feel like it's like nine ten, And you ain't got but yeah. six. Yeah. 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 So, there's fixes for this. You ain't got to be arguing with females and crashing Crash in their windows. Windshield. Because Geico Cause you is gotta gonna look. be looking at a, um, this vehicle that they got insured. And you still not gonna get no pussy at the end of the night. You done fucked up her car. You, what you think she gonna and come to your house after you can't this? Go to the club because you gotta pay Geico for this insurance claim. They done sued you. <laughs> you ain't gonna get be no one money. step ahead of the game, niggas. That's all I'm asking. I don't know if they listen to this podcast. But 
If you have straight friends that are among these circles, please pass this podcast. First of all, tell them to quit pretending like they're allies, because I would greatly appreciate that. But also tell them, be better. Be Mm -hmm. best, as um, Melania Trump said. Absolutely. So that is all for our social, I mean, our um, hot topics. topics, If we can move on to social studies. (sighs) Y'all, and this week in social studies, I'm not confident with how I'm about to present this, but y'all going to hear what I got to say. So... Um, I usually go to meetings before This is old, by the way I'm just bringing this up Because it crossed my mind I was like, oh my gosh I, I've been so mean to talk about that So, you know, like I always, As a manager I always go to the meeting for If there's a meeting That everybody's got to go to And it's got multiple sessions No pause I go to it first And then I come tell my employees What well, the meeting's going to be about this um, The CEO of the company's going to talk about this And his initiatives are going to be these things But you should just go listen to him talk about it but this one meeting was at like 7 a.m. And I wouldn't get out to bed. <laughs> I wouldn't get I wouldn't. They can, get, they can come clock in early and go to the meeting. But I didn't even go. Somebody gave me a briefing about it. And one of my six. Look, I get out of bed enough for early morning meetings. Okay. So um, I just told them. To, somebody gave me a briefing about what it was supposed to be about. And I told this employee to go to it. Because, you know. You go, because you usually, you're the first one here anyway. So she comes back with, I go, so we're having a staff meeting. And I ask her, I'm like, hey, these are things we're doing. Oh, and how was that meeting you went to? Because I haven't went to it yet. Oh, child. They didn't have enough seats in the conference room. They didn't have no speakers. I couldn't even hear what the lady was saying. I don't even know if she was smiling. I couldn't even see they had me sitting so far in the back. Child, and then so-and-so said that they couldn't hear neither. And you know he hear everything. And then so-and-so had gave me the wrap-up about the meeting and child. It didn't sound like they were talking about nothing we were talking about. So, I don't even know. And I'm like, so, you didn't hear, like, one of the initiatives that this mandatory meeting was about that everybody else has to go? Child, I couldn't tell you nothing. <laughs> then, girl, what you got to the meeting for? So, but that's just what, that was the one thing that had pissed me off. But, like, when I talk to this person all the time, they're always catastrophic. Cat- what is catastrophizing? Like it just seems like everything has all these negative. Con- oh, so um, you went out of town with your husband? How did that everything go? is a catastrophe? Yes, and you went out of town with your husband. She all of a sudden had to leave early because she was going out of town with her husband. He didn't tell her to this morning, and she needs to do do laundry and pack clothes and prepare the car and put gas. In- oh, well, first of all, cool, great, bye. I don't as a manager, as I'm a cool manager, you gotta go. Bye. This big old corporation is still gonna be twirling around it. You don't make this corporation stop. Around and around. I feel bad for people who have jobs where they feel like that. Even if you are important at your job, if you have a stroke or a heart attack or you die in a car wreck, baby, they gonna get on zip recruiter. <laughs> they gonna put on ND. Hey, <coughs> looking for this girl. She just left the company. <laughs> what? They gonna be the girls? The other employees still gonna be in mourning, and the corporation still need their reports, and they need somebody. To, Talk about the numbers So quit feeling like that But anyway she was always catastrophizing things And so I was looking at Wellcast on you Did I say it right? Catastro Just move on And so (laughs) Wellcast recommended this great idea Where you um, The three R's um, You Record in your journal But for me I would in my notes app the entire situation that you are feeling all up in arms about, record it in your journal or your notes app, and rationalize it in one of the thirteen automatic 
thoughts that they um talked about in the Wellcats video. They talked about um overgeneralizing. Um, some others was having the feeling that somebody should do something or somebody ought to do something or they must do something. Another negative automatic thought is fairy tales and fantasies. It's like, well, if my wedding doesn't have 13 groomsmen and 13 groomswomen, I can't get married at all. First of all, there's a fantasy and fairy tale because me as your groom, I don't have 13 friends to put on the, on my side and you ain't got it either. Or fantasizing about what someone should do or ought to do and Another um, negative automatic thought is assuming something or trying to read people's minds. Like, well, I just assumed because we talked about it two weeks ago that they would do this. I'm like, no. Um, or just because um, we he told me this, so you're trying to read his mind. That's how you end up single. Um, wow. <laughs> so, um, recording your journal, the situation, rationalize it with one of the, the 13 negative automatic thoughts and replace it with a positive thought. Like, okay, well, you know, I really did sit in the back. I really wasn't paying attention. Well, but before. I got to relax. <laughs> I got to come to work early, sit in this meeting that I didn't know nothing about. I could have played Candy Crush the whole time. Rationalize it. I did sit in the back, you know, and I did get to clock in early. At least I got my extra $9 on my check. $9. You know these girls be working for. I don't know what these I don't know what the current rate pay rates are. I don't know. I don't make those. That's rates. not minimum wage in DC. <laughs> I don't make those rates. All right. So, um yeah, quick catastrophize I think catastrophizing is the word cuz I I put it in my notes. Catastrophizing one of 13 automatic thoughts. Okay. And I googled it cuz I was like I don't go spelling it right. Mm. But quick catastrophizing. <laughs> Proportionizing. Proportionizing <laughs> is probably closer to a word. We'll go with that. Thank you. Sexual health. Are we moving on to sexual Absolutely. Health? <clears throat> so this week in sexual health, I wanted to talk about slam. AKA slamming. So um if you've never been through that, never experienced that never emotion. experienced that emotion. Uh, we're gonna talk about it a little bit today. And why it's so important in sexual health. Pass me the shave fan. I want to play with the shave fan. Why you talk? It was big and black. When was the last time you seen that? Um, when you was walking by. You didn't see that. How about that? Anyway. Slamming is when someone snorts or injects methamphetamine for the purpose of having stoned sex. So, you know how some people... Ha- Need to uh, yeah, I do know. Yeah, I know these people. You know, some people need to smoke a J, maybe take a shot, uh, take an actual shot <laughs> before injectables. Yeah, before they have sex to to get to where they want to be in sex, like doing um, poppers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they're all different variants of a drug. Um, some medical professionals will say they're gateways. And, you know, if you will drink, then you will smoke. If you will smoke, then you will sniff. If you will sniff, you will snort. And if you will snort, you will inject. Which one leads to twerking? Abstinence. <laughs> Abstinence. Abstinence will lead you to twerking. You Day 762 without sex. Okay, I'm just twerking, twerking in the club. And I'm envisioning this nigga is putting the tip in. Back. Putting the tip in. <laughs> and I'm going to leave here with wet panties. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Abstinence. So that's the only way you start there. Um, but if you are not abstinent and you are using any of these 
quote unquote gateway drugs. Uh-huh. Make sure that you are using them responsibly. I think the slamming is at the worst end of the gateway drugs because it can adversely affect your health the most and the quickest. Uh, people that slam are easy to get into um, comas, regular unconsciousness, extreme memory loss where they don't remember that they mm. even slammed before they had sex, let alone that they had sex with person A, B, C, D, E, F, N, G. They talked about that All on the Cam Sex documentary. Absolutely. Same thing. Same mm-hmm. thing. So those people were slamming and having sex. Injecting meth? Injecting meth or snorting meth, doing crystal meth in any type of way mm-hmm. equals slamming. It's also creating a trend in porn where people are what? <clears throat> where people are slamming on purpose. And it just showed up in my search results. Slamming meth porn videos. Pornhub. Wow, the people are doing this. <laughs> That's why we didn't talk about this on our podcast. And so people are doing it more and more to hold a a visual account of what she happened. She literally got her arm on her her hand on her arm. She is slamming meth on Pornhub. Yeah, ma'am. So people are doing this one to have kind of an accountability with themselves after they come down and two because it gets more clicks more attention when people feel like you are out of control of what's going on to you what's happening to you sexually like mm-hmm. being in control you would you might say i only use condoms i only get fucked in missionary i only get fucked in doggy or i only top but when you are slammed by these drugs, by snorting or injecting them, your inhibitions lower below rock bottom. Wow. And so you do things that you would not typically do because you are under a sh- extreme heavy influence. This is the whole category on Pornhub. It is. And that's why I feel like we should talk about wow. it. Because like, people get off on it, literally. Watching people do, I oh, like people. that congressman who was um, watching the. He had an affinity for watching black men inject, and the one boy died in his house or his hotel room or something like that. Heroin that that was heroin. Was he Democratic or Republican? That matters. Do we remember? I think he was a Republican, and he had a thing for watching black boys inject. Wow! So and he was died, slamming. Yeah, the black boy was slamming. Wow! And so you can do you can. That's what this is called. You can be you can be doing slamming and just be jacking off a finger in yourself. It doesn't necessarily always have to include another Penetration person. But you are so unaware of things going on. That someone could be penetrating you and you don't even know it until after the act has occurred. Or someone could be riding your dick and you was just there to just jack off and nut on his face because he wanted to offer you $500. But now he riding your dick raw and you got chlamydia at the end of this. you don't even know. And you don't know it until you wake up from it. Because eventually people slam. They get this high, this euphoria. They're just in the zone sexually. And then they crash. And crashing means... You will go to sleep for 8, 12, 14, maybe 24 hours, depending on the level of slam you just did. And so that slam now has taken away your memory of what even just happened. You don't know where you are when you wake up. If you wake up at home, you woke up in some some place that you wouldn't normally be sleeping. Your dick is wet or your ass is wet. Something's on your face. Shit is dripping out of your mouth. You have like the worst Can't hangover move. ever. Oh, okay. you have to get this. No, oh, this is sexual God. health. And oh, so this is to help God. people that want 
to discover these things. And so I'm not telling anyone to not do these things, but be prepared and informed before you say, put your seatbelt on. Put two seatbelts on. (laughs) Wow. Before you decide you want to do something like this. I'm not telling anyone not to do anything because I've done some shit in my sexual health and sexual history that I wouldn't tell other people to do. But I was informed. And so I want to make sure that you are informed before you make these sexual health decisions. So be informed because other people around you are not going to be as respectful for you as they would be if you were sober and had a clear mind. Because now they realize how fucked up you are and how long it's going to take you to come back to reality. Mm -hmm. They will do just about anything to you or with you or with other people with you. Mm -hmm. So be informed. Thank you guys so much. Are you doing sexual health? Yeah, yeah, that was into sexual (laughs) Thank you guys so much for um, leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Open your podcast app if you have an iPhone and search for our name. I'm about to do it right now, live here for it. And tap on her name. It's going to load when Comcast feels like I deserve internet. Load. Um, (laughs) And click write a review. The most recent one we just got, and I'm going to read it online. Uh, One year ago, one year ago. We just got a new one. Where is it at? Shit. Uh, July 9th uh, It says I'm definitely here for it By Rocky Balboa 2 I love listening to these two guys We are friends in my head Each show covers various topics And subtopics And keeps us intrigued Both hosts are intelligent, attractive And really stand out among other podcasts Keep up the great work fellas Thanks Rocky Balboa For your um, 5 star review First of all we do have like 1 or 2 um, less than five stars, but everybody else loves us so much. So, thank you, Rocky Balboa. Yo, Adrian. Oh, that's the thing. What is that about? Yeah. Okay, I'm not. He's not cultured, y'all. He's not cultured, y'all. Don't worry about it. I was like, what is that? Okay. So, um, I wanted to follow up sexual health with a mental health key and make it real quick. That's why I asked you what you done. I said I am done with that. Uh-oh. I am moving on to a mental health key. Yeah. Um, we again have talked about mental health. On probably most of our episodes, I feel like recently we kind of we missed a couple where we didn't talk about it. Is a mental health thing. Girl, it's a mental health thing for you because you have not got that word together. Blanch, you look. I can't pop you with this. Those are like four punches. If I could have popped you, you're not that fast. Um, I know y'all hear me talk about shit, things, stuff on religion, and oftentimes I am shitting on religion. Um, but I do believe that religion is an important foundation for society and probably even for young folks before they can get out and think for themselves and to learn things by themselves without being institutionalized. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> my current mental health key is coming from religion. Leviticus. No, it's coming from Isaiah, actually. All right. Um, it talks about the... The very first um, passages where God was saying that no weapon formed against you will prosper. And a lot of people take that to say that God will never, whoever you decide God is to you, God will never put anything in your path that will be challenging, that will be insurmountable, that will be something difficult for you. Um, And that's not what the passage is saying at all. 
And so, again, if you know the passage, you know what I'm talking about. Weapons will form. God said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He never said no weapon would be formed. Come on. He said none would prosper. Amen. And so, take that little gem from Christianity. Yeah. And apply that to your daily life. You can take the Christianity part out of it and apply it to Judaism if you're Jewish or Islam if you're a Muslim. You can apply it to Mm -hmm. atheism if you're an atheist and say, listen, I don't believe that there is a God, but the way that the universe is set up is the universe will create pathways for me to go down. And some of them will be more treacherous than others, but no treacherous pathway that I can't get by. Nothing that I can't finish the get to the finish line there. And I think that was the core of what this Bible verse was talking about. So just because there are obstacles, just because there are weapons formed against you, does not mean they will prosper. First of all, I'm just gonna make this relatable to me. Beyonce wrote and produced Bootylicious and put it in the dictionary and Columbia Records told her she'd have one hit on her album. <laughs> I had seven. <laughs> She had five. Um, oh, it was seven to me. <laughs> Come on. It, it was seven to me. You better include this with my father. It's a fucking hit. <laughs> um. <coughs> so was Kitty Cat. So. They still don't know what they're talking about. To me. Bitch, Wilson said the word I made up while I was drunk. Uh, she was like, I was half that being a drill. And I heard they guitar riff. And next thing you know, we had booty <laughs> And then Columbia gonna tell me I don't got one hit on my baby boy, crazy in love, dangerously in love, naughty girl. <laughs> bitch, she went down the list. Hits, hits, bitch. And y'all here tonight watching me in Vegas for three nights. Cause I'm filming a DVD. And where's the Formation World Tour DVD? Why are you talking about filming DVDs, Wayne? She need to get it. Give me that for my birthday. And so if you only have one copy. Well, if you have two copies, I know you're going to keep one for yourself for the library. Send me the other one for my Where's birthday. Where's the Mrs. Carter Show World Tour DVD? I would like that as well. Why was Because I love that she opened with girls with the fire and the flames and she came out the ground and. Woo! Beyonce just be doing it to me, Lord. Vogue cover, natural woman. She said, for my, I remember when I was pregnant and I wasn't wearing that much makeup and that much weave and how beautiful I felt. And I wanted to bring that to Vogue. Brought. <laughs> Every category closed. Meanwhile, Tinashe's um, upcoming album just got canceled because threw a fit, didn't go nowhere on the charts. RCA threw a fit and told her they wouldn't put their money behind it. But she went back into the studio in her basement and said, I'll release something. <laughs> in her mama house. Tinashe lives with her parents still. Chris Brown, she done collaborated with. I love to get too on. And we ain't. Well, since we're on music, we will transition to songs for our souls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a song for your soul this week? Well, not to give Beyonce too much. <laughs> okay. This morning I woke up and dangerously in love, the album was on my soul. Mm. And so I started with Crazy in Love, of course, because, you know, I had to get my little choreography out. Then I listened to Baby Boy. I only know the choreography doing the chorus for that one. <laughs> Look, Beyonce was there. Interactive. And then I was still in the shower. <laughs> When he got to track nine. Till nine thirty this morning? What's up? So look. You did your own world tour? <laughs> okay, so signs by Beyonce. hmm Beyonce talks about being in love with a Sagittarius. Most of y'all are. And him having a flip side like a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tragedy. 
him switching moods after he been with you like an Aquarius. Don't I know it? Um, being hurt by Pisces. <laughs> Wishing he was sexy as a Scorpio. Because, yeah, Jay-Z don't have that kind of. Then she just moved on to just other signs and how they made her feel. And I identified. When she came back to Sagittarius <laughs> by the end of the song, FYI. That was good, whatever it was. And so, um, yeah. So I did. I was like, oh, bitch, I remember um, Larry was a Pisces. Oh, bitch, I remember. Larry? Was this nigga 54? I name Larry. He had to be 54 named Larry. Anyway, um, you like, I remember um, David. He was a damn Aquarius. You know about David. Fishy. <laughs> uh, I remember. Blah blah blah. He was a goddamn Gemini, and I, re- I was like, "PSA, bitch, let me put this on repeat and just re leather my towel, cause I'm gonna be here for a while." So the song for my soul is "Signs" by Beyonce. Yeah, I felt that this morning. I felt that it's in definitely one of my top twenty-five Beyonce songs. It's one songs. of those. What is it? The deep cuts, like when they put the deep cuts out yeah. playlist. Gotta be a Beyonce fan to know about that one. Yeah, definitely, and probably my top twenty-five Beyonce songs because I felt like she was talking about me. Written and produced by Missy Elliott, and I didn't even realize it until what last to, week. Songs for your soul. Late to the party. Meanwhile, Jim Lopez has wrote. Ashanti still don't have writing credits. Anyway, I can't think of anyway. Okay, you're right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So the song for my soul this week, um, it's semi-emotional, but it's so hold on before you get that. So you don't know that they didn't give Ashanti her record deal until she, she had wrote a song and then what is it? R U L E. It was some song that Jairul and J Lo put out together, and they were the way to determine the fact that she was going to get signed was if that song was a hit. And so J Lo. Oh, Ashanti wrote that song. Yes, and then that song became a hit, and so they signed Ashanti because that song became a hit. I thought they signed the Shanti because of that um, Biggie remix. Well, song. no, that was that was done after she had got her deal. Because first of all, who was paying for the sample? Or who? So well, she was a the whole beat was the whole beat was so somebody had to pay for that. Okay, that was gonna be big money. Well, I hope that they uh, reaped as much that they could out of that. Ashanti is still. She says Ashanti says now openly in interviews. I'm still trying to get. Um, my credits for that and back pay. Well, we prayers she, going up. J Lo don't get awards for nothing until I get my back pay. Prayers <laughs> going up for that because I don't think they, I don't think they, they don't see it for you, girl. They don't. Anyway, um, again, like I said, the song for my soul this week is somewhat emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time I get to the end of it, it will take you back on up. <clears throat> we be catching eyes. I get lost inside you. Oh my god. We be catching vibes. There ain't shit we can't do. Out of our minds, a different wave. We're living in we're living outside of time and space. Another level, yeah, we're higher than ever. I ain't scared of heights when I'm riding with you. We be catching vibes. There ain't shit we can't do. Right here next to you. By Jay Nova. So again, if the name sounds very familiar, Jay Nova is a internet sensation. Uh, she has 
accurately portrayed Beyonce for years, and nobody else has ever. Her little Christmas album where she um, had did Tony Braxton and then she had the Erica Badu in the, the the very last one. Yeah. No, the very last one that she did was um, when Beyonce Gate was going on and everybody was trying to figure out who bit Beyonce and she was like, nobody bites Beyonce's face. Beyonce's face bites people. And there was not a lie motherfucking detected there. Like, do you see this motherfucking face with or without makeup? My face. Attacks you You don't attack no goddamn Beyonce face And that I felt that I still feel that to my, my core Yeah put that in your notes So again if you know the name You would know that she's probably the yeah. best Beyonce impersonator. impersonator She's a great stand up comedian um, she, she was models. the actress in um, Todrick Hall's new video Yeah But she's done all of the things And now her album is out And so this is her lead single um, It's called Right Here with you mm-hmm. uh, Right here next to you Excuse me And it's on the album All Blue The album is so good Ooh, It's so vibey It's so Very in the vein of um, Her And LMA And even a little bit of SZA But without okay. the like Angsty part Like it's very What's, What the word angsty mean? I don't know It's word. very angsty Like SZA Like hating niggas Oh her album. This very The writing's on the wall Cause they hated niggas on that album Candy wrote and produced Anyway <laughs> well we know what Candy was going through And what was going through Candy at the time So um, Without any of that angst uh-huh. All Blue is such a good album When I listen to it and I really want her star to rise um, I think she's most popular For playing Beyonce but she really needs to be popular For these vocals because What's your on your Twitter? She is so fucking good You're She is like so good on your Twitter. She's so good So Jay Nova um, right here next to you is the song for my soul this week. Y'all haven't sent us any listener questions, but if y'all got any, send them to hereforpod at gmail. Um, I got some listener questions, but or I'm not answering box. them on here because they were all <laughs> asking me about my dick size. Um, uh-huh. and when I was visiting their town, yeah. Um, I'm visiting. Yeah, I'm visiting your town when your town sends me my booking fee. Text your promoter. Yes, I gladly, I will gladly come to Podunk, USA, in a heartbeat, and I'll book a flight to come support. But so, I will gladly come. I will. Um, First I will, of all, ain't no Podunk in Tennessee. Every town popping. What's up? So we're lying right now. <laughs> so we've gotten to the point of show where we're lying. So we're gonna wrap this motherfucker right on up since we're lying at this point. Um, what are you here for or not here for this week? Oh shit, I got to be here for something. What am I here for? Y'all's president had told the people at the rally. I don't know where he said this. The picture that they had on the headline was from the rally. Trump said that he draws the same crowds as Beyonce and Bruce Springsteen. First of all, we I know who Beyonce is. And I don't know who Bruce whatever his I name do. was. And I he know don't. the people. I know people go up for him, and I know <coughs> dumb people go for Trump into the bathroom. The bathroom, and so uh, Trump, are you here for it? Trump? Are you here for it? for these lies? Because I'm not. He's trying to divert <laughs> the the most attention away from his girls getting locked up and him being the locked man with up the twelve thousand dollar suits. The accountant told the people that he lied for um him multiple times because they both were dodging and scheming. 
And so Manafort is definitely going to jail now. So this gonna, they already got 12 Russians. Put Trump's campaign manager to the list. This gonna be th- his Trump- national security advisor. Trump said, "Oh, his campaign manager was just a person who went to go get coffee, and his lawyer as Good. well." <laughs> Trump talking about it's a witch hunt, girl. We got fourteen girls. We got a whole bunch of witches, so this might be you might be right. Girl, it is a witch hunt. We get witch trials. I read that book and had to write a in depth paper in like tenth eleventh grade ridiculous but anyway the main thing that i am here for is republican strategist rick wilson appeared on msnbc's morning show called morning joe to promote his new book everything trump touches dies Uh a republican strategist just came out with a book called everything trump touches dies and rick um cuss like a sailor and a few other things that caused NBC to include a seven-second delay on his interview because he would say things like, Washington is full of profiles and chicken shit. You and I both get calls from members of Congress who say, I can't stand this asshole. So shout out to Rick Wilson. (laughs) Look, it's the morning show, and y'all need to know this. And y'all need to buy my new book, (laughs) Everything Trump Touches Dies. I'm here for Rick. I'm not here for y'all president talking about um, he produces the same crowd as Bill. First of all, the second New York show, it rained and stormed. My southern ex stormed. Oh, look at that. And they had to evacuate the whole stadium. And they were like, well, we just going to stand here and wait. I'm not watching the show on no TV. No. I no. paid for floor seats. And y'all talking about watching Beyonce on the TV inside the stadium? No. The storm passed and Beyonce came out. And she was like, y'all, it's 1.30 in the morning. Y'all actually stayed out here. And so thank y'all. Clap for yourselves. We ain't got to clap for... You do the performance, bitch. <laughs> We've been here. We was going to be here, girl. So Trump crowds ain't doing it. Oh, yeah. Your turn. What are you here for? This Are you here for... Um, let's think what you're going to be here for. Sketch was coming out with a new LGBT line. No. Because it's sketchers. Like, <laughs> you just doing the best you can to stay alive right now. And so if you can get some, some gay people to buy your shoes, it might keep y'all open for one more month. I'm not here for that. Pride month is over, girl. Y'all late. But I just made that up. That's not true. Oh, no, I was I was dragging in. I didn't even know. Anyway, um, sorry, sketchers. Sorry. They do have a new Camila Cabello line. Uh, the girl from Fifth Harmony. <laughs> so I'm so conflicted with that because I know she said some racially divisive things. Oh, divisive! Um, you get using a lot of big words. Divisive. I went to college at one point. <laughs> wow, divisive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she said some racially divisive things, but the "Unravel Me" song <laughs> resonates through my spirit. Well, I'm Team um, No Money because she's the next Beyonce. She's so humble. She's like, well, you don't have a lot of hard work to do. She does. No Money is definitely down for take the crown though. But the Camilla girl got songs. Yeah. Like she got like, like top ten hits, and so this unravel me song. I'll tell you later. Anyway, what are you um, here for this week? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you the new Oh my god! The new trailer for one of James Baldwin's classics dropped on his oh, birthday. Yes. If Bill Street could talk, mm-hmm. and again. If you don't know this podcast, you don't know anything about who I believe my heroes are. My number one fucking hero in all books mm-hmm. across genres uh-huh. is Father James Baldwin. <gasps> That's supposed to be dramatic. He's a fake shot. <laughs> Again, if you listen to this podcast, you will know that I have mentioned it 
multiple, multiple, probably dozens of times. Mm-hmm. And this book, I feel like, is one of his masterpieces that can accurately be portrayed on the big screen. And I'm excited to see it because I saw the, the preview. And when I saw the preview, things that I remember from the book directly jumped out at me. It did not look like it was somebody that was trying to make a posthumous coin off of James Baldwin. It did not look like it was a family member trying to make their interpretation of one of his book. It's one of his books. It literally looked like James Baldwin was around to help in production of this trailer. And I hope we get another trailer that will secure those feelings for me because I'm, I'm going to see the movie anyway, regardless. But it looks amazing. It's produced by. It's directed by somebody. It's directed by. Produced and directed by um, the director and producer from Moonlight. Yes, um, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, his I don't name, remember. His I can think of his face. I can remember his voice. I can't think of his name right now. But he's with A twenty four Films. A24 so anytime films. I see A twenty four Films, I just already get excited. And so I've been enjoying what A twenty four Films has been putting together. So definitely, yeah, they're definitely an up and coming um, agency. The powerhouse the, in media. Yeah. yeah. The, the director is Barry Jenkins. There we go. Um, and so he's also producing and directing this uh, as a black gay man telling a black gay man's story. Another one. Come on. That we have not seen. We have not seen any of James Baldwin's classics, masterpieces, art forms that we will never see anywhere outside of paperback books told on the big screen and now it took a black gay man to bring it to the big screen and I just implore all of us to support it. If you have not seen the trailer, go check the trailer out. If it will if Bill If, if Bill Street could talk, talk. yeah. Yeah, if Bill Street could talk. And so of course Bill Street being in Memphis, the main setting of the whole story is surrounded by Memphis. Um it's a whole bunch of other stuff I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to spoil the book Go or spoil the movies. Go, yeah. Go watch the trailer and you will see what I mean. The female lead sells it for me more than the male lead, but she's supposed to because, again, with the progression of the story, you will see more of... You got to see the timeline. Yeah. Because she, like, she, so, she has great silent acting. Like There are parts where, in the trailer, she says nothing, but her face and her emotions... Say everything. So please go check it out. I'm here for it. Um, again, this is probably what the eighth week in a row I'm here for something. So expect uh, I'm not here for something um, real soon. Well, the movie comes out November 30th. Um, it's going to make its way around the um, festival circuit over the fall months and right its winter hits. It's going to hit awards. Award season. It's an, it is an awards contender. Yeah. So. Yeah. So please go check out the trailer. Let me know what you all what you all think below. Mm-hmm. Leave your comments if you're not here for it. If you're like mm, up semi here for it, but they need to show me some more, or if you're completely on board like I am. You guys don't forget to check out Rumper Jack. Um, prices start at thirty nine ninety nine. Enter promo code here for it for twenty percent off. They have great quality, amazing fit, and if you have any concerns, you can always exchange your rumper within 10 days. Go to rumperject.com and enter promo code here for it and get 20% off right now. And it's time for our last call. Get your Dasani, your coffee, your uh, anything but crystal meth. Your bl- oh, we're not slamming now, no. No. 
So if you have liquor available, you have a beer, take a shot with us. Uh-huh. And this is going to be our last call for the show. Yeah. Jen, uh, hey, you pick this one. Hey, all, right, all right, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Coming um, back. <clears throat> my last call this week is to Billy Porter, who we saw spotlighted on Pose as the give him his things. Um, announcer at all the balls, pray tell. Billy Porter has been in the game for over 25 years. He's been waiting for his big break for a long time. He's been one of those guys that came from his hometown. They told him, if you ever want to act, if you ever want to be in the business, move out to L.A. Work, grind, network, do all of this, and it will be a success for you. He had been in the business for 25 years before being on the biggest thing in his career, Pose. And it was such a milestone, such a a paramount achievement for him mm-hmm. um, that he was so happy to even have that and to be renewed for a second season to do the same thing that he loved Amen. again Amen. and to bring such a great character again to us for a whole nother season. Little did he know that he was being bedded for an even bigger job. The seed had been planted. Amen. We gonna so, this Bible today. We gonna get so it. again, going back to <laughs> yeah, going to, going back to my. Uh, mental health key. Come on. There were weapons formed against him, and they had been formed against him for over twenty These years. These directors and producers in Hollywood, but none of them had been formed to prosper against him. Amen. Because he now stars on a extremely successful story and TV show in Pose, and that has been renewed for a second season. That is almost half. These brand new shows that come out, half these brand new shows come out get one season, and people are like, no. Nah. So so his show is going on to a second season. Not only does he have that, he's going on to the more cult following, the more popular show mm. of American history. I mean, um, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. You said American History. I was like, yes, I took that class. No, I was thinking about American History X, which is <laughs> uh, in the other direction. Okay. Anyway, American Horror Story. Uh-huh. Uh, the current running title is Apocalypse. So he was the first to announce that he was coming back and going to that show, and he made this impassioned Twitter video, mm-hmm. and I felt it to my core because I knew exactly what he was talking about as far as being in the struggle and having to keep the faith that people were going to see the things in you that you saw in you. That and you know you possess. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. He knew he was able to do this caliber of acting and to hold his own against um other Academy Award nominees and Academy Award mm, winners mm, because he was just that fucking good. And now he's getting the opportunity to act opposite and probably in conjunction with Jessica Lange. One of the best... It's reported that she's coming back. No, it's, She said no. she was done, but it's reported that she's coming back. No, it's it's already finalized. They, oh, okay. they finalized her thing two days after Billy Porter. Oh, okay. So Billy Porter finalized. was the first one. Okay. And, well, they had already said Sarah I Paulson. I think they said Angela not coming. No, Angela won't be on this one. But Sarah Paulson was already confirmed because she's been in all she of them. She's been all of them. Evan Peters was already confirmed because he's been he's in, in all, all of them. them. But they didn't know about Billy Porter because he ain't been in none of them. Yeah. And he they didn't know surprised. about... Um, 
Jessica Lane because she said that she wasn't coming back. She was she's going into in retirement. Like no, she's been in. She went to on to do the other series she had with. The, it was somebody. No, she did Murder House. She did Asylum. But she did another series. She did Coven. It was and she did Freak about House. two old actresses in like the nineteen twenties and thirties. Yeah, had, she did. The, it was called Feud with um, Betty. Uh huh. Davis. Yeah, she and, went to do, on to do that instead of. Yeah. Yeah. But she was saying she was retiring. I heard Feud was really good too, though. I haven't watched it. I didn't either. But I heard it was good. That's cute. But she said she was retiring for real, for real. Yeah. Oh, like retire, retire. retiring. Yeah, she been on. She been in the game. She been for on like, TV since like she was twenty. Yeah, so she, she been like in the game for a while. She got a cute coin. Anyway, long story Medicaid. short, <laughs> kick in. Help wow. Me. I think her. I think she's got more expensive insurance than Medicaid. <laughs> but anyway, um. Billy Porter finally realizing his worth and finally getting his dreams realized for him and knowing that any of the weapons that were formed against him over the last 25 years did not prosper. He got exactly to the point where he knew he should have been. He knew his skills were there. He knew he had the acumen to be there. And that's where he is today. And he didn't have to be doing it at 25. Like a lot of people feel like they should have made it at 25. I should be. I should have made it because I'm 35. Mm, that and, fantasies and fairy tales. And that doesn't happen for everybody. I will sit here today and tell you I'm years old and hey. I ain't made it. And I'm I'm a lot more successful than some of my peers. But I know some peers that are a lot more successful than me. But I ain't made it yet, and I'm not 25. Um, and so I thought this was such a great inspiration to see someone that has been in that game continue to push and continue to pursue it and finally get the recognition and notoriety that he deserves. And that's my last call to Billy Porter and Jessica Lange because I can't wait to see her on screen again. Shout out to Yelp, who has started a new category on their website called Open to All. It's for businesses that do not discriminate against the LGBT community, Muslims, and everything in between. Because, you know, it's a lot of things. The girls don't be religious freedom, just keeping me from being a nice person and having morals and values. But my religious freedom is supposed to make me have morals and values. I don't know. The Bible is a confusing thing, which is why I'm confused on why we're reporting on it. Anyway, um, the open to all category on Yelp, they said, is due to the Supreme Court situation about the gay wedding cake. And they want everybody to know where the good places to go so you don't have to experience those types of harassments and discriminations. And use a big word right here. You use a big word, sorry, episode. Harassment, discrimination, exile. There you go. Bam. So, um,. I thank Yelp for this because it's good for all of us to know and for all of our allies to know where we should spend our dollars. And I am hashtag here for it. Um, And that's my last call this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Follow the show on the internet at here for it pod anywhere where you can find what what the words you use anywhere you can find everywhere you can find gay niggas at that's where we at. (laughs) We be in the traps. And of course, hereforapod.com. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Where there are new blog posts up. As and I want. I'm working on a morning meat post. I don't know what to call it yet. It's a booty post. So I get Maybe the- turkey bacon. If it's not like real big, it's not like the real thing, give it like turkey bacon. Morning meat. 
Turkey. Like skinny, I don't see skinny niggas. I don't see views in like a lot of <laughs> like a lot of people like skinny niggas, and so they would be down. Skinny is a category. Yeah, yeah, they would be down for the turkey bacon, and then you could do next week like you know real my bacon. friend Michael. Michael don't like boys with skin on their bones. He likes skinny boys. That's for him then. Yep. You know, do one click, one click. Out of it. And then next week you can do real bacon, like with niggas with like thick Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got all their ribs. They I might can't not be see on them a diet. They might not be on a diet plan. Yeah. They might got this a little is my love. category. Yeah, that might. This okay. is my category. You should be personally inspired. <laughs> Make sure you guys check us out next week. What's We're going to be talking about so much more. I am this the gene, Superman. I can see it in your eyes. This gene has gotten to you. Gene always gets my spirit together. Um, I am the Superman. T h e e s u p a m a n. Um, you can still find me on Craigslist because they can't take a nigga down. Yeah. And um, you can definitely find me on everything here for a pod. Bye. Bye.